Beville ISD offers so many opportunities in our schools. You know, we have, of course, your traditional uh, schooling, but our CTE program, I have to say, is one of the best options that parents can look into. Produced by Podcast Architects. Welcome back to another episode of The Path Forward. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Rick Fernandez, and we're here at TexEdCon in Dallas, Texas, home of the Dallas Cowboys. I've got a very special superintendent that's a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. Very big. Very big. I have to say he's very big. Yes. (laughs) So I want to introduce my guest. I've got Mr. Travis Fanning, superintendent of Beeville ISD, and I've got Art Gomez, Beeville ISD board trustee. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Now, Mr. Gomez, the Cowboys, you know we got to talk a little shop. Just as, as he's sitting here, we've got to have as much Cowboys talk as we possibly can. We've got we've to turn of, him. Of course, of course. You know, I told him when you came to Texas, there's some one thing that's the ground rules. Dallas Cowboys and, and Texas barbecue go hand on hand. I placed both of those in second place behind... <laughs> Georgia barbecue. Oh no! And the Atlanta Falcons, of course. <laughs> That's awful. No, no. So, all right, let's get into it. So, you guys had the early slot for a presentation. Normally, that's that's either that or or the after lunch slot are the two that are toughest. But you absolutely, had, you had right, a great right. turnout. So, tell me, uh, Mr. Fanning, what were y'all's what were y'all talking about for presentation, and what impact do you felt like it had? So our session this morning, like you said, we had the 7.30 session. It was about launching the conversation um, and talking about creative ways to engage the community. Okay. You know, oftentimes as trustees and superintendents, normally when the community engage with us, it is not in a positive light. <laughs> there normally there's a concern or a complaint or something they don't like and things of that nature. And so we wanted to create some true opportunities and segments to where we inviting our community to be a part of either an event sure. or just a chance for them to come and sit with us, you know, instead of having to address their concerns on social media, we want them to come and have a face-to-face conversation with myself, my team, as well as our board of trustees. And so we have chat and choose as a creative way. I'll tell you one of the biggest um, things that we really talked about that we love and it's close and dear to my heart is our golden Trojan event. That's where anyone in our community over the age of 60 they come out to this event that we have for them and we give them their golden pass, which gets them into all the games and oh, performances. Nice. But we also gave them mugs and a golden Trojan T-shirt. And we just really just wanted to tell them what's happening in the school district. Because oftentimes, unless they have grandkids, sure. they're not engaged in the community anymore. But they're still taxpayers, even though it's locked at a, a fixed rate at that point. But they're still taxpayers and they're our best supporters a lot of time and our number one voters. And so it's extremely important for us to continue to keep them engaged, talk about what's happening so that they'll know that things are really going well in their community and that we're building some students who are going to take great care of them. That's awesome. I mean, and Mr. Gomez, I want your perspective because obviously born and bred, you know, you're, you're Beville to your core. What does Beville it mean? Trojan, Beville Trojan. You know, for me, it's uh, once I, I became a board trustee, I wanted to find opportunities to help uh, the school build relationships. You know, something we hear often is a lot of the community and parents, it's very difficult to come to a school function or event or or let alone a meeting right. after hours. You know, we yes. all have uh, your daily work yes. and then we get home, we got children and do things. So Mr. Fanning was tasked into 
think of creative ways to reach out. And as he pointed out, there's some things that misconception that people can, can get the wrong ideas, the wrong information, and we want to provide opportunities for them to ask questions. Like I said, transparency and trust. That is what we're, we're wanting to, uh, uh, our community to know that we're here for them. I want to hear what you have, uh, sure. your concerns, so we can, we can address those. So, new school year, things are starting. I think we feel like we're back from COVID and, and feeling like we're, we're in our normal flow. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff going on at the state level with the legislature. But on a positive note, what are you excited about, Mr. Fanning, to kick this year off? Kids are in gear. What's getting you going? I'll tell you, the thing that I'm most excited about is, um, although the trends have been showing that we probably would have a decline in enrollment, we actually had a slight increase this year. Nice. And so that's extremely important for us because we tell them, you know, we we thrive off of having as many kids as we possibly can in our school district. I feel like we have a great start. We are blessed to have 484 employees and about 210 teachers. And when I tell you, we have some of the best teachers in the state of Texas. We really do. They're absolutely great. They, they work hard. They give their best. And no matter what conditions we give or throw at them, they make it happen. And so that's the thing I'm excited about. I tell people, I said, you know, I hate the summer when, you know, yeah. summer school ends and you have that gap because it's, it's a busy time for us and it's productive. But nothing gives me joy more than that first day of school yeah. and it's getting exciting. the chance to go help out and go to those campuses. And, you know, we did that a few weeks ago as board as a team of eight. The board and I went over to HMD, which is our pre-K kinder campus, and just helped with um, early morning unloading. And I'll tell you, that's a comic relief within itself. Say, it, it, got, is. It, is. it is. But it helps tell, you. To, tell me something. Y'all got videos, some of that. Oh, we got videos, <laughs> pictures, everything. We had a few. Mr. Gummins went to go get one out of the car, and she just started sliding down. Sliding down. And, you know, they're and not she would used not to go. see this. She's like, who are it's those funny. guys? And I'm not going with any of you. And so that was fun. I like it. She's been taught well, right? Right. I love it. But, but it, majority ahead, of the kids were, were just so excited yes. to get off the cars. And, and there's music playing, and they're walking towards the, the front of the school. And... It's just exciting to see the kids uh, back in school. I, I mean, I, it, that, you're absolutely right. That That is one of the best times of the year. And I'm, I always joke about car rider line, but it's a great time. You get to interact with it your is. parents. You get to interact with your kids. They're excited. And even if you're having a rough go of it, you see their excitement, and it, it just, like, juices you right up. You So you had an increase in enrollment. Mr. Gomez, if I'm a family coming to the area, right, and I'm looking at Beville from a community member, from a board member, what are they getting when they come to Beville? Okay, we Beville ISD offers so many opportunities in our schools. You know, we have, very, of course, your traditional uh, schooling, but our CTE program, I have to say, is one of the best options that parents can look into. You know, I've, I've worked out in industry out around the world. Uh, my job had me in, in Europe for many years, and one of the opportunities that we offer in Beville, Texas, welding. Yes. And those doors were the jobs abroad were outstanding you know I have to say I share this story uh, we had one graduate uh, that just graduated from uh, Beville ISD through the welding program immediately Valero Energy out of Houston Texas hired him uh, from the from straight from the high school nice. yes it's that's outstanding so we have a lot of opportunities for parents uh, children we want to see them go to the uh, uh, keep their education going going into a universities but if they choose not to we want to make sure that these kids have opportunities that they can succeed in life. And that's sure. what BISD is offering. A lot of the CTE programs that, that they, they can uh, grow in. Now, I got to ask, did you do any welding in your career? I Actually, I did when I first started. And that is what actually 
got my job into Africa. Really? Yes. Now, uh, I had that opportunity. The welding brought a, a big core of different skills that, that's required for that trade. And and I have to say that that was my beginning into my career. Do you wish they, they paid back then what they did, they did to now for welding? Because it is, it is off the charts. It, it, it is off the chart. We, we had a group in, in Central Africa, just off the coast on the west side, that were doing some underwater welding, and uh, they were probably drawing in a little over $2,000 an hour uh, welding. So oh, my God. That's oh. some serious money. Yes. <laughs> serious. Yes. Yeah, man, I, I mean, we may not, we may need to look into our I know. Recertify. I, I, I may have to go back and recertify in welding or something. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're here. Obviously, you get to spend some time together. How important is it for superintendent board to keep the relationship? And what are some of the things y'all do to make sure y'all are a strong team of eight? Oh, man, I think that that relationship is essential to not only just the school district within itself, but the community as well. Because I think a lot of times people will learn how to treat each other, how they should communicate, how they should work together as a team, watching us when we interact as a team of eight. So, you know, even when we're together and when we have differences of opinion or sure. we disagree, there's still a way that we do it and we remain intact and remain professional. And so I think that's extremely important because that happens on every team and any team anywhere you exist. And so we believe that we are the role models for how everyone should act and how everyone should go about their professional right. lives in our school district. And so that's important. We talk about that a lot. You know, here's what we're going to do. We can we can disagree. It's OK to disagree in public, but we have to do it where we're respecting everybody. And then when everybody leaves at the end of that, everybody still feel intact and they still feel whole. And I think that's one of the best ways that we do that. I think also just getting to know my trustees. I, we spend a lot of time together and we meet. But I also schedule one-on-one -on -one meetings with them. And it gives us a chance. Sometimes we cut up, we talk and have conversations. But then we talk about the business and what our goals and our expectations and, and our hopes for our kids. And that's, I think, the amazing thing about our team of eight is we all keep at the center students. Students first and our staff. And so that's extremely important. And if, as long as we understand and we know that that's what grounds us, it's not personal egos and not hidden agendas and things of that nature, it really helps us to do well as a collective um, team of eight. That's outstanding. Mr. Gomez, what do y'all tease him about? Well, well besides <laughs> football. Ask him what he tease me about. <laughs> or, 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 <laughs> football and his barbecue that, that I keep telling him. Mr. Fanning, we don't use mustard in Texas no. for barbecuing. We don't uh, in Georgia course. either. Well, uh, What's Georgia sweet sweet sauce? Yes. Yeah. Or, yes. Somewhat. Okay. Okay. Well, it's great working with Mr. Fanning. As he he mentioned, uh, the team of eight, uh, we have we have a vision. We agree in the vision where the district needs to be. The beauty about it is that we ha take the time to discuss, disagree, and yeah. search for the best path forward sure. as we can bring bring the district. You know, so, that there's nothing wrong. There should be disagreement if if everybody's passionate about what they believe is the best path for absolutely students, right there that's that's what it's all about is let, let's get in there and figure out how do we get the best correct outcome correct and kids. that gives us that opportunity to ask those tough questions absolutely. And, and look at the big picture not get focused in and zero in coming into a meeting or a decision without actually fully discussing what is best for the the kids of course the community itself the tax dollars so i, I want to ask mr fanning a question you know there's a lot out there about a through f ratings are coming out and I think there's misinformation out there. I had a chance to talk to Raise Your Hand Texas a little, a little bit ago, and schools have improved. Growth is occurring, yet 
there may be a regression in, in, a, in a grade or, or what the state rating comes out to be. And to me, that feels like all we've been telling our kids is just make growth. You know, let, let's, let's improve, let's, let's get better. And now we have to face this. And part of that is messaging to our public and, and our community like, look, just because the game has changed and they changed the, the rules, growth is happening. Right. And, and we want to make sure. So is there anything that, that you're trying to message to your, your students and your families to, hey, let's not freak out over our ratings because the proof is in the pudding. The growth Absolutely. is in the classroom. It's happening. Right. right? Um, how do you guys address that? How do you want to address it? And, and you're, you're doing great things. Your community should know that y'all are doing great things, you know? Absolutely. And I'll tell you, for me, first and foremost, I think it's extremely important is I think accountability is extremely important. Sure. You know, I, I don't shy away from it. We don't. We talk about that all the time no, as a no, team. No, don't. We, we want to be held accountable. We have the expectation of educating the next generation of whatever they decide to do. And so we should be held accountable for making sure that we're making that those successful gains and we're doing the things to change the trajectory of the lives of students. Yes. However, I do believe that it needs to be fair and consistent. I think it needs to be a system that is not so convoluted that the public really doesn't know what's going on, but they don't understand it. And so all they look at is an A through an F and they don't know what's the behind the scenes right. and what's behind the curtains. And just as you um, alluded to just a moment ago, with the new accountability system, for example, us in CCMR, we went up two points for this school year. However, if the scaling stays the same as what it is, we drop a letter grade from it, even though we show significant increase. And although that data that they're using is lag data from two years ago. Yes. And so, you know, for us, I think it's extremely important and it's essential is to tell me what we're going to be held accountable for, what, how are you, what are you expecting us to do? and giving us all the rules to the game before we start playing the game. Um, I don't mind the, the accountability system, but it should make sense and it should be in a way that truly reflects what is happening because it, has, it stands the chance this year of showing communities and schools where we're saying, yes, we're growing, we're growing, but what they're seeing is the letter grade drop because the system drop, changed a little bit. And, it, and it's, and it's a, a moment in time of a kid's life and for whatever reason, if that kid has a bad day, anything could happen. Anything right. could occur. And then it's an autopsy report of way too late. You have no no ability to adjust to it. You don't know the rules of the game. I just don't understand why we would do that. We were asking districts to make growth, this, which yeah. everybody is doing. And it's only measuring one way. And Mr. Gummis and I, he and I right. talk about this a lot in our one-on-one. -on -one. The fact that they only looking at the kid testing on this particular test and a few classes and a few other things, they've added some things in there, but they don't look at the holistic view of that child. Yes. You know, are they engaged in athletics or fine arts? Are they in CTE programs and what CTE programs they're in and what are they learning? Is the test going to be hands-on based for, port of, for a portion of it? And then the practical uh, hands-on type um, test. And so we talk about a lot of that over and over again. I'll let him allude to some of that because he has a strong opinion about accountability. You know, accountability, yes, sir, accountability is, is utmost. Uh, we're not, we don't shy back. No, no, no. I want to be told where we're falling short so we can put a plan together to move, move this forward. But let me give you a, a, a numbers here. 
I think it was last year we had a little graduation of 200, 220. 185 of our students had a, a CTE certification in a trade that they can use as they move forward. So They're immediately employable. I mean, they're employable if they choose to go through. So the school that, that we're doing and what we offer at BISD includes a lot more than just a grade for that one particular day. No, but don't get me wrong. I, I am all for accountability and, and holding us responsible sure. where we're, but give us what we're expected to know. I kind of liken it to uh, Alabama football, like they just keep changing the quarterbacks. Like, and you just every every Saturday, you just don't know what's going to happen. You're just reacting to it. So, I mean, I don't know. Does Absolutely. that does that strike you as a, as a good characterization of changing the rules? Hey, when you change the rules and you have the success that Alabama has, why not? You know, that's all I say. I was wondering hey, how you're going to weave that back in. After last week, the Cowboys really should be changing some things uh, with what they did. Uh, I'm just saying. That, yes, but I tell you what, that's the group that I'm familiar with seeing on the field from the Dallas Cowboys. So <laughs> That's the norm? That, that, that looked like the norm. Oh, man. We're in, we're in Dallas, by the way, everyone. So right. He's, he's I, had look over, I had to look he, over my shoulder. Rick, he's hurting. He knows where the Cowboys are at now. He knows. <laughs> so, uh, last question I want to throw. Let's look down the road a little bit for Beville ISD. What's on the horizon? What are you looking to do, and, and what do you want to see at the end by the end of the year? By the end of the year, or, or tell you what, three years, five years. I have an end of the year, three year, five year give, plan. Give them to me. I'll tell you. You know, our biggest thing is we want to continue to grow in enrollment. Um, that's our goal, and we want to get more kids to see the value of what's happening in public education and yes. public schools. Because I think a lot, oftentimes it gets a, a bad rap and a bad story and people really, truly don't know the amazing things that have happened there. And so that's what we've done a good job of, I think, in the last three or four years is, number one, telling our story. Right. Because if we don't tell our story, somebody else will. And Man. it doesn't always come with facts. <laughs> and so that's what we've been really intentional about. But our number one thing is to continue to grow our students, continue to grow our programs. We're in the second year of our early college high school. And so I'll tell you down the road, I'm looking forward to two years from now when we graduate that first class, that first cohort. Um, we're hoping that one day sometime soon, either by a donor or by a bond, that we can get a brand new um, facility and a brand new school for our students that looks and is built to take on the different task and the yeah. new mode of, of, of teaching and learning Absolutely. in our schools. And so we're hoping for that as well. And just looking for any opportunities that will that come our way to continue to engage our community, but also to keep our students competitive. We want our students to not only compete just in Beeville or even in South Texas or the state of Texas. We want to compete in the entire United States and in the world. We want to create Lovely. global leaders. And so we're really looking at some things that are a little bit out of the box and transcending that we want to do to ensure that our students are competitive, but not only competitive, that they're excelling and they're leading the way. What's crazy is if you walk, just walk around all of the all of the booths, all of the tech. It just shows Absolutely. you how how learning right. and right. think jobs are evolving so yes. fast. So it is critical that that facilities and, and classrooms and technology evolve with it because they're going to be asked to do totally different things than we were ever asked to we, do. We, we have we have to keep up with the, the times because those Absolutely. are the challenges coming from an industry of oil and gas. Those those are changing every day. Those challenges. And our students, we want to prepare them for those challenges that are. Uh, so, what are you looking for, Mr. Gomez? For you've been you've been on uh, on the board. You're a pillar of the community. What do you want to see? 
Yes, uh, you know, we want to see, like Mr. Fanning alluded to, the, the growth. I want to see kids succeed in any path that they choose, whether it's military or they want to go straight to the work or they want to continue their education to our higher education. We want to see that the, the students succeed. I want to be there as a trustee to provide those uh, opportunities that we make sure we give those opportunities. By doing that, I want to bring the community together, the parents, because through their help and in their involvement, we can set our goals high to make sure that BISD will be successful in what we do. So be the kick, first the kick. State, of the, state of the district. Yes, where yes. Are you, this is our first yes. state of the district. Where are you, where you having it? We're having it in our lecture hall, actually. Yes. We starting out small, doing there. We hoping that it grows so much that next time we have to do it at a restaurant or at like the um, country club or something like that. But we really, we wanted to host it the first time. Sure. Our students are gonna cook for us. They're, they, right. they are amazing, man. They do some, top shelf type of stuff really they do an amazing yes. job and so we're really looking forward to that they love to showcase their talent and then just really we have a lot of legislators that are coming to nice. we just really want to share with them the good things that's happening in public schools and share with them where we are and where we're hoping to go awesome awesome I one thing to add i wanted to just put a shout out to our choir group last year they went to the texas music education association they performed this year going to the nationals uh to perform so we're excited Come February. There's next great things year, happening so. in the Bevo. There's Excellent. no doubt about it. So come check them out. Be a part of the state of the district. Come support. Love yes. it. We love it. Anytime people want to come visit, we love that. Well, gentlemen, thank you for being here and sharing a little bit about Bevo. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. you know, I won't miss an opportunity to, to tease you while we're in Dallas, by the way. And so Absolutely. If anybody has free Cowboys tickets right here, send them to uh, Bevo ISD. Oh, I'll He'd go. love to go. No, yeah. Let me tell you, I'll go to the game. Don't get it wrong now. I'll go to the game. I will not root for them, but I will go to the game. Well, he'll wear a shirt, I'm sure. He, he uh, told me he had one. So. Yeah, I, I will even wear a Patriots shirt this week. <laughs> The word on the street is Cowboys jerseys are built into your, your valuation on, uh, at Beeville ISD. That's, Sounds just, familiar, right? Really? That. <laughs> that's, that's new to me. That was that was nowhere in my contract that I saw. That's that man. fine print that they had, the fine, know, yeah. Yeah, I had to put a, a light over the bottom, something. At the very bottom. Other duties as, as a sign. Other, that's where it, it included. <laughs> well, gentlemen, thank you for being here and uh, enjoy the, the conference, and we'll be talking soon. Absolutely. Thank, thank you, you for having us again. All right. Produced by Podcast Architects.